0: Welcome to Keith Knight, Don't Tread on Anyone and the Libertarian Institute. Today, I want to talk about how dangerous conspiracy theories really are. First, I want to talk about the Waco conspiracy theory. This is the idea that there were a bunch of crystal meth cookers gathering and conspiring to commit evil acts, and only a government could come in and save us. And after 51 days of people fighting for their lives, willing to shoot at the ATF, starving themselves just because they refused to give up, they all simultaneously committed suicide at the very moment the FBI entered the compound after 51 days. If you believe, in those type of ridiculous coincidences and conspiracy theories, you are spreading ideologies that end with people dying, and frankly, you need to be censored. Here, even on ABC, we have this ridiculous conspiracy theory. Assad is in a smoky room and he's thinking, ooh, let's gas the Kurds and let's murder innocent people. This has been debunked, and people who spread these conspiracy theories Risk world wars. They are putting our lives in danger. Another one is, uh, America fought a 20-year war in Afghanistan and it happened after 9-11. Therefore, it was because of 9-11. This is a debunked conspiracy theory. Even we have Donald Rumsfeld on March 23rd of 2004 explaining National Security Presidential Directive 9, which was issued, on September 4th, seven days before 9-11, so the war was already planned. We also have this debunked conspiracy theory that Al-Qaeda is the Taliban and vice versa. What's going on here? This conspiracy theory has been debunked so many times, people who keep spreading it really ought to be ashamed. Uh, Here's from a book, The Last Days of Vice and Virtue. This is referring to Mullah Omar, the father of the Afghani Taliban. Bin Laden's presence was a problem that he saw no way to resolve. Osama is like a chicken bone stuck in my throat. He once admitted I can neither spit him out nor swallow him. We also have the Taliban offering to hand over Bin Laden in September and October of 2001, in exchange for evidence that Al-Qaeda was behind the attacks. Here we have The Guardian, October 14th, 2001. This is also admitted in George Bush's uh, book, Decision Points. President George Bush rejected as non-negotiable an offer by the Taliban to discuss turning over Osama Bin Laden if the United States ended the bombing in Afghanistan. But, as we saw earlier, the conspiracy theorists are wrong that, oh, there's a group, Al-Qaeda, and they want to kill us all, and they want to have an Islamic caliphate all over planet Earth. Nope. The the war was planned uh, in, in advance. Now, another debunked conspiracy theory is that um, we're in the Middle East, because there's these really bad guys called Al-Qaeda, and there's our side, the good side, and there's their side, the bad side. The reality is here we have Jake Sullivan in uh, what appears to be February 12th of 2012. He's currently, this is not just some one-off guy eight, uh, eight or nine years ago, he is currently the foreign policy advisor to the president Joe Biden. He said in an email to Hillary Clinton, See last item, AQ is on our side in Syria. Otherwise, things have basically turned out as expected. So, the conspiracy theory that, Oh, there's these terrible people out there and we have to fight them and we have to get the best of them. Nope, they're actually fighting together against the Assad regime. Another incredibly debunked conspiracy theory is, uh, One day, a bunch of people got together and pretty much everyone was there at, uh, <laughs> at this one place. And uh, they all decided simultaneously that they'd agree on having a government. Now, it's really hard to uh, get 10 people to decide on which movie to see. But for some reason, millions of people decided that there should be a government and there should be voting and there should be three branches. This is called the social contract conspiracy theory. Uh, there's no evidence for it. It's the idea that, well, one day we all got together and we formed a government? Of course not, as Lysander Spooner debunked this conspiracy theory, uh, like, 200 years ago. Government is in reality established by the few, and these few assume the consent of all the rest without any such consent being actually given. Another debunked conspiracy theory. Um, if we don't have the government violently imposing a minimum wage floor everyone will be getting the minimum wage. There's no reason why the uh, business owner, who has all the power, would pay any more than they absolutely have to. Therefore, without a minimum wage, everyone would be getting, I guess, one penny an hour? Or maybe zero dollars an hour? Uh, This has been uh, debunked a number of times. Uh, Together, these 1.6 million workers with wages at or below the federal minimum made up 1.9% of all hourly paid workers. So just under 100% at 1.9%. Oh, here's another one. If we don't have net neutrality, we need it, absolutely. If we don't have it, everything on the internet, there's going to be a charge for. Same reason that uh, the state needs to monopolize transportation. Transportation, Because every time you take a step in one direction, they're going to charge you a uh, billion dollars or two billion. Well, since there's no regulation, it, it'll just be a trillion dollars. There's no such thing as a market price mechanism. Supply and demand doesn't exist. Without the state, there's just business owners enslaving us. And with without net neutrality, uh, the internet's basically done and uh, we'll be dead. And, of course, net neutrality was repealed and they haven't mentioned it since, uh, which is terrible. It's this evil thing we're now living through, and they just don't care. Oh, Brexit! If Britain leaves the European Union, it will be so evil and so devastating, of course. Uh, They left, nothing happened, same old, same old... Ooh, the myth of natural monopoly, this is a great one. Um, If we don't have a group of people called government monopolizing taxation and the money supply, Well, then there might be other monopolies, and those monopolies would be bad ones. Uh, The government monopoly that I support is a really, really good one, though. It's necessary. The reality is uh, not even close to that. The very term, public utility, is an absurd one. Every good is useful to the public, and almost every good may be considered necessary Any designation of a few industries as public utilities is completely arbitrary and unjustified. So if you're so terrified that someone might get a monopoly in microphones or television or production of some uh, oil or something else, well, giving the government a monopoly on police uh, is uh, the worst thing you can do. So the conspiracy theory that, oh, there's a bunch of monopolists ready to get me, doesn't exist. Oh, how about this one? Racism is everywhere. Oh, duck! There's racism! More than half of the people who identified as very liberal in this study believe that more than 1,000 unarmed black men were killed by police in 2019. The actual number is 13. So, the racism conspiracy theory has been debunked. Follow the science. Don't believe in conspiracy theories like racism and monopolies and the Waco uh, FBI conspiracy theory. Trust the science. Here's one empirical study by a Harvard professor, Roland Fryer, uh, for obvious reasons. uh, You haven't heard much from him. An empirical analysis of racial differences in police use of force. He actually showed that police were more likely to shoot a white suspect than a black one. So, uh, even though they tend to uh, be shot... More than their uh, demographic, it's because they commit more crime. Men are like 95% of victims uh, shot by the police, but they're only 50%. Not because of uh, sexism in the uh, police realm, but because they commit uh, most of the crime. So you never hear about a white men like Idaho Man in his own backyard fatally shot by a police officer who mistook him for an armed suspect. No, no riots, no media coverage, you don't even know his name. Uh, In 2019, the police killed 41 unarmed people, 9 were black, and 19 were white. So it's not that, well, the media just uh, hears about things and then they tell them about us, Uh, they they tell us about them. What happens is they create a narrative, push the narrative, and look for examples in a country of 330 million people where you could find an example of, I don't know, anything, and, you know, what what does it get us, of course. So this is what these conspiracy theories lead to. Uh, you know, people rioting and looting, so a thousand times worse than questioning the election and leading to January 6th. This is where uh, all the BLM and Antifa rioting and looting and burning down stores stops people uh, from being able to consume items at stores they shop at. It uh, hurts the employees who work there. It decreases the likelihood that uh, investment will take place in that neighborhood in the future. This is how dangerous these uh, conspiracy theories are. Oh, now, this conspiracy theory is really incredible. So, uh, they said that um, there was uh, bombing at the Oklahoma City uh, building, and uh, the problem is this guy was an anti-government activist. So, there's people who believe in big government, medium, and then, like, little to no government, and he was all the way on that side. The reality is, uh, the guy, Tim McVeigh, was actually trained by the government to kill people. He was actually part of... Uh, the, the uh, US military. I mean, imagine if a Klansman blew up a building and then they blamed it on Black Lives Matter. That is literally how dumb that is. Government trains a guy to build bombs, which end up killing people. He uses a bomb to kill people and they blame small government people. It, it's just incredible. Let's talk about Russian interference in the 2020 election not the 2016 one here is CNN on October 21st of 2020 feds say Russia and Iran have interfered with the presidential election so obviously we need we need another Robert Mueller right now investigating Russian interference because according to CNN they've interfered and now this election's legitimacy is up for uh, you know question well maybe they just wanted to have it as a card to play. Uh, if uh, they didn't like the outcome. Politico. Hunter Biden's story is Russian disinfo. Dozens of former intel officials say. So not one or two. Dozens. More than 50 former intelligence officials signed a letter casting doubt on the provenance of a New York Post story on a former vice president's son. So dozens of intel officials. How could they all be wrong? Therefore, Russia interfered. Therefore, this election... Well... Might not be legitimate. Here's one that is just so incredible. One time, uh, the president got up in front of a group of people in America in 2020, the sitting president, and he said, Nazis are fine people. Of course, this is debunked a thousand times, never happened, but a lot of people still believe it. What he actually said is, excuse me, they didn't put themselves down as neo-Nazis, and you had some very bad people in that group, but you also had some people that were very fine people on both sides. You had people in that group, excuse me, excuse me, I saw the same pictures as you did. You had people in that group who were there to protest the taking down of, to them, a very, very important statue and the renaming of a part from Robert E. Lee to another name. I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and white supremacists because they should be condemned totally. But you had many people in that group other than neo-Nazis and white nationalists, okay? And the press has treated them absolutely unfairly. Now, in that other group, also, you had some fine people, but you also had some troublemakers, and you see them come with black outfits and with the helmets and with the baseball bats. You had a lot of bad people in the other group, Too. So again, I mean, this is, uh, there's a transcript of this, this is on video, yet the conspiracy theorists keep spreading the lie. Now, back to 2016 Russian interference. This is uh, something that was said by Hillary Clinton in the presidential debate that 17 intelligence agencies were all on the same page Russia interfered with WikiLeaks on behalf of Trump implying that Pizzagate was the result of Vladimir Putin's plan to hijack and control America ridiculous conspiracy theory, there's actually a correction from the New York Times on June 29, 2017. A White House memo article on Monday about President Trump's deflections and denials about Russia referred incorrectly to the source of an intelligence assessment. That said, Russia orchestrated hacking attacks during last year's presidential election. The assessment was made by four intelligence agencies. Office of the Director of National Intelligence, the Central Intelligence Agency, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, and the National Security Agency. The assessment was not approved by all 17 organizations in the American intelligence community. Now, how come when all of these intelligence communities heard that all 17 uh, said that uh, Russia interfered, why didn't they get on the media and say, no, 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 we never said that, let's clear this up. We're intelligence. We're here to inform the American people and keep them safe. They have no problem with lies circulating. So of course, it's just uh, a source from the four worst sources on planet Earth, the DNI, CIA, FBI, and NSA, who lied about spying on everyone, Uh, Snowden releases the whole thing along with William Benny, and no one's really that uh, that interested. Another debunked conspiracy theory. Uh, Donald Trump colluded with Ukraine, and they're gonna take over the world, and and they're gonna just spend their whole time saying how good Nazis are, and, oh, this is so terrible. Um, of course, uh, Trump was uh, actually impeached for this alleged quid pro quo. Ooh, Trump has all these secret meetings and these secret dealings. Um, the actual guy who had a quid pro quo with Ukraine was Joe Biden, as he told the Council on Foreign Relations, January 23rd, 2018. I said you're not getting the billion dollars. I'm leaving here in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. I- I- explicitly saying, this for that. Quid pro quo. But, of course, the conspiracy theorists have the most ridiculous standards for their opposition and no standards for themselves. Another one, sexism. Oh, sexism's everywhere. Can't cross the street without uh, facing sexism. We know this because... Men are only 15%, uh, 50% of the population, yet in some places, they are overrepresented. Therefore, this disparity is the result of discrimination. The reality is uh, men are 80% of suicides. That doesn't mean there's sexism. There are 93% of incarcerated prisoners, 95% of uh, police shootings, 93% of workplace fatalities, 61% of homelessness, and 76% of homicide victims. Just because, uh, disparities exist doesn't mean it's the result of, uh, sexism. Not to mention, for thousands of years, men have been enslaved to fight wars based on lies. I mean, if forced cotton-picking is bad, forced military service, uh, has to be, uh, even worse. A, another, uh, debunked conspiracy theory is, uh, th- this general idea that if you look at something and you guess the origins of what you might have done and what your reasoning might have been for promoting such a policy or an idea, then that's the same thing as having empirical evidence with regard to whether or not uh, that thing uh, came about with good motives. This is called unconscious genesis fabrication. People fabricate the genesis of a policy or idea without even knowing it. They'll say things like, the reason we passed Social Security was to help people who weren't being helped That, of course, is a lie. You had mutual aid societies that uh, existed beforehand. To quote Senator Robert M. Lafayette, "...if we shall adapt the Clark Amendment, allowing people to opt out of Social Security, the government, having determined to set up a federal system of old age insurance, will provide, in its own bill, creating that system competition, which, in the end, may destroy the federal system." It would be inviting and encouraging competition with its own plan, which ultimately would destroy it. Uh, the origins, of course, of this are Otto von Bismarck to secure power for the Kaiser. Well uh, I want to resist the Kaiser. He's terrible. But then again, my income depends on him, so never mind. That was, uh, the actual genesis. Um, we have a government education system to help people. Nah, please. Imagine if, uh, the, the Mormon Church said, uh, we want to help people, therefore everyone should be forced to fund us. We'll take your house if you don't give us money, and we'll jail you for truancy if you don't send your kid to us. People would clearly see that that's uh, an indoctrination program. We fight wars to keep us safe. Of course, the wars are uh, based on lies. They murder innocent people um, and uh, always rely on conspiracy theories like, oh, Saddam's going to take over the world, Hitler's going to take over the world, even though they allied with a group called uh, Comintern, also known as the Soviet Union, whose explicit goal was worldwide revolution, workers of the world uniting. So, uh, yeah, the the wars are based on lies. We have regulation and antitrust to protect consumers. The Federal Reserve exists to help us. Uh, these, uh, the Federal Reserve explicitly was created by J.P. Morgan and his uh, colleagues on uh, Jekyll Island in 1910. So, uh, people will unconsciously uh, it, fabricate justifications for uh, the existence of uh, whatever they believe. I want to talk about some examples of extremism. When you see these, you need to be aware that you are speaking with an extremist. For example, anyone who believes in the Federal Reserve believes in the extremist idea that one group should have a monopoly on printing the money supply and determining interest rates. That is just so extreme that one group of people should have a monopoly on something so... Important state education, of course. Uh, Only one group should be allowed to uh, force people to fund certain educational ideas and, oh, if, if that group doesn't control what everyone else learns, everyone else will be ignorant. Well, how do you know those people aren't ignorant and biased as well? Uh, taxation is extre- is very extreme. Uh, give me your money or I'll cage you. I mean, that's just violent, worse than anything that happened on January 6th. It's t- totally, totally extreme. Uh, regulation, of course, is just a euphemism for violently dominating someone. So uh, you might come across an extremist who says, do what I say or I'll cage you. you well, we recognize that as bad. But if they just say, I'm going to regulate your life, For the greater good, so give me all of your uh, accounting papers. I'm just going to make sure things go well for you. And if you don't do that, I'm going to have you uh, arrested. Well, that is an extremist. Watch out. Um, A lot of these extremists will also push laws. This is the idea that if a president or a politician writes words down on paper, you have to abide by that law. So literally, you have the right to own gold. And then one day, a guy named Franklin... Writes words down on paper that says, Hereby no one can own gold because it's hoarding, and yada, yada. And now you have to blindly obey that cult leader. Terrible, terrible nonsense. Executive orders, of course, are uh, the, the greatest example of uh, cult like obedience. A lot of abusers will say, well, if you don't like uh, your, your husband beating you, well, then just leave. And if you don't like uh, that there's racists in your town, move out of there. But really, that's an extremist position. It's no different than saying, well, officers are just doing your job, and if you don't like it, you should leave. As, as if doing a job justifies immoral things. Uh, yes, I go around uh, assaulting people, but I only do it when I'm hired to do it because now it's my job and I'm just doing whatever my boss tells me it's ridiculous it's so extreme god we we just gotta really watch out for these people and probably censor them on the internet Uh, one of the most extreme things is uh, invading countries based on lies and killing civilians and not allowing people to opt out of funding it via taxation it's just so extreme I gotta warn people about this talk to your friends talk to your family about these examples of extremism and tell them to watch out if you care about them Another extremist aspect is sometimes there's like something really evil. Let's take the Hugh Thompson case of him witnessing the My Lai Massacre. Uh, Some people are so extreme, they will look at the person who exposed the crime and think that they should be put in jail. So when Julian Assange uh, released... Uh, with uh, Bradley Manning, the collateral murder videos, uh, very few people were saying, oh, those soldiers should be uh, put in jail and they should be arrested and all these trials should happen. Uh, They supported the arresting of the guy who exposed the crime, not the criminals, the guy who exposed the criminals. It's like someone committing a rape, you saying, hey, this guy's a rapist, and then you going to jail for exposing them, or uh, Edward Snowden being in trouble for exposing the criminality of the National Security Agency with William Benny. I mean, just so much extremism. Uh, There's another one. We need a huge government. Huge. Trillions and trillions of dollars they need to steal because... The poor are getting poorer. This, of course, is uh, not the case at all. If you look at money, well, the value of money changes and prices change and the quality of goods changes. So uh, the the best way to measure this is a percentage of households that own uh, certain items or uh, people in lower incomes that have uh, access to, you know, goods and services that we could consider wealthy, for example. Washer machine, clothes dryer, dishwasher, refrigerator, stove, microwave, color TV, video cassette, DVD, personal computer, telephone, cell phone, air conditioner. Of course, there are many shortcomings in this sort of data, but we can see that uh, this research uh, collected by Stephen Moore in his book, Who's the Fairest of Them? All the Truth About Opportunity, Taxes, and Wealth in America. All households in 1970, there was uh, fewer than the poor in 2005 who had access to all these goods. So the conspiracy theory that, oh, we need tons of government power and regulation and tariffs and all this violence, well, of uh, course, it's uh, just a lie that uh, extremists will use to justify uh, increasing the power of the state. Another one is... Oh, the Vietnamese, they were just shooting at us for no reason. We were just sitting there and we were, you know, killed by uh, the Viet Cong in the Gulf of Tonkin. Of course, never happened, just a debunked conspiracy theory. Here's one The summary of the evidence and other information establishing reasonable grounds to believe that Momar Muhammad Abu Minyar Gaddafi, Salif, al-Islam Gaddafi and Abdullah al-Sensi committed crimes within the jurisdiction of the court pursuit to Article Section 58 d of the Rome Statute." That is a summary of the evidence that uh, was uh, said by Wolf Blitzer on CNN alleging that Muammar Gaddafi gave all of his troops Viagra and then said, Go Rape! This debunked conspiracy theory. Of course, there's no evidence for it. That's why uh, all the evidence is uh, redacted in the uh, world court documents. Another uh, one is that Assad is gassing his own people. MIT professor Ted Bestel debunked this ridiculous conspiracy theory. Also, Blue Anon. This is a loosely organized network of Democratic voters, politicians, and media personalities who spread left wing conspiracy theories such as the Russia hoax, Jesse Smollett hoax, Ukraine hoax, Covington Kids hoax, and Brett Kavanaugh hoax. Blue Anon adherents fervently believe that right wing extremists are going to storm Capitol Hill any day now and remove lawmakers from office, hence the need for the deployment of thousands of National Guards stationed at the U.S. Capitol. Unbelievable. Here's another one. They're cutting our public school funding. Oh, no one's gonna have an education. Oh, we'll all be so dumb. We'll just be walking into walls and China will rule the world. There's no uh, funding in education. Of course, this is a lie. Here we have the National Center for Education Statistics. This is adjusted for inflation. There has been a 280% real increase since 1960. Of course, the sources are on the screen. And then yeah, th- this, th- these extremist conspiracy theorists have so many under their belt. Once you debunk one, they just start throwing other ones at you just to try to uh, rile up uh, the populace uh, through a sensationalism. Here is a, a very famous congresswoman, Ocasio-Cortez. She says... The world is going to end in 12 years if we don't address climate change. And your biggest issue is how are we going to pay for it? Ocasio-Cortez told interviewer Tanashi Coates at the MLK Now event in New York. Of course, this is the uh, apocalyptic uh, opportunism of the world's going to end any day now. Quick, give me a ton of power. That's the only way to solve it. Give me attention. Give me money. Get me re-elected. I'm the only one that can stop you from THE WORLD ending. Absolute nonsense, Thomas Malthus uh, has been uh, spreading this uh, conspiracy theory for uh, centuries. Uh, starting with uh, Malthus, rather, "...an essay on the principle of overpopulation of you, of its past and present effects on human happiness." So, he pretends that he's like this psychic who knows in the future because human beings are growing in size, That it's going to be unsustainable, as if nothing else could happen, as if it's impossible for people to make adjustments. The reality is people like uh, Norman Borlaug, an American agronomist who led innovative worldwide research that contributed to the extensive increase in agricultural production. For example, corn production from 1886 to 2011, more or less flatlining from... 1866 to 1930, and then there being a drastic increase from 1930 to uh, 2011. So the idea that things are bad now, I can't think of how anyone will work uh, our way out of it, therefore we're all gonna die. Such extremist content. How about the United Nations extremists predicting disaster if global warming is not checked? This is from June 29, 1989. A senior UN environmental official said entire nations could be wiped off the face of the earth by rising sea levels if global warming trend is not reversed by the year 2000. Huh. Look at this. I guess we're in the afterlife. And then there, of course, is the idea of extreme weather. The world's death rate from extreme weather is lower than it's been in any decade since 1900, according to the Reason Foundation. From 1920 to 1929, there were 241 deaths a year per million people, but that figure reduced to 5.4 deaths per million between 2000 and 2010. This includes deaths by everything from hurricanes to floods and extreme temperatures. How about the WMD scare? Watch out, we're gonna get nuked any day now by Iran. I meant North Korea, I meant uh, Iraq, sorry. I meant by ISIS. Actually, I meant by Al-Qaeda or Assad or Putin. I keep forgetting. So, uh, this one was not just by some, you know, fringe people. This extremist, uh, President George W. Bush, said that uh, on uh, in his uh, presidential address to the nation that uh, there's a conspiracy. We got some people in Iraq who want to build WMDs to nuke us. And what they did was they got it from Niger. I promise. I know this because I have access to Intel, and they have a source. Well, the fake source came forward. Joe Wilson wrote uh, What I Didn't Find in Africa, July 6, 2003, debunking this conspiracy theory. So when you show these extremist conspiracy theorists' evidence, they don't change their mind. Why is that? Well, there's a great lesson that Michael Shermer gives us in The Believing Brain, inadvertently. They have the same layout but they just switch up the variables cuz it's always the same boring thing. Number 1, a very big problem exists. Number 2, the big problem requires big solutions. Number 3, only a powerful government and its cronies can solve such a very big problems. Four, solutions either work or were short of funding. They were never wrong, see? Uh it's either they uh w- were right or they underestimated how right they really were. Uh, This, of course, uh, assumes uh, such a problem exists. They're unable to articulate what caused said problem. They assume state actors are benevolently motivated, and they assume state actors have the knowledge to solve them, even if they are uh, kind, virtuous individuals. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a problem, whether it's Racism, gun control, ignorance, oh, we need more education funding, the temperature's a little high, quick, increase government. Oh, people are ill, quick, give the government more power. Um, people are poor, quick, give the government more power. Any danger, we need the state and its cronies and whatever institution the person already believes in to have more power. It's really sad. Really, it's a psychological deficiency. It's their need to find an identity, something that they can be comfortable in and feel like they have meaning in life. They need to fit in. They need to be part of a team. And it's really easy. So there's a low buy-in cost. It's not like you have to read 10,000 books on economics in order to uh, develop these very complex opinions. No, it's easy. Trump said Nazis are fine people. There's racism. No one's getting educated. Uh, The planet's going to end in 12 years, all this stuff. So there's a very low buy-in, which allows people to just mindlessly repeat corporate press talking points, Uh, they also uh, have a psychological need for an enemy to hate. Why should my group get so much uh, money and power? Well, because of that other group who's so terrible. If we don't do something, then they're going to get the best of us. They need a group to blame all the bad things on. They often have a psychological refusal to admit that they have been tricked, They, uh, even though they they know that the smartest people on Earth are ignorant of the vast majority of information that exists, uh, they have all the right information. It's never them who is tricked, it's always those other people who believe in bad stuff. Uh, also they assume that obedience to authority will uh, result in them being more likely to climb the social ladder, resulting in a higher social status. Uh, This is uh, something also uh, referred to in the work of Kevin Simler, and Robin Hanson in uh, The Elephant in the Brain. So, uh, if you disagree with any of this, uh, you're really just attacking science. Not just Keith Knight, don't tread on anyone, and the Libertarian Institute. Another psychological explanation is the power process that these extremist conspiracy theorists like to engage in. They uh, want to engage in effort to attain a goal. And once they have that goal, it's really important that throughout the process, they engaged in autonomy. Quoting Ted Kaczynski in Industrial Society and its future, page 33. Consider the hypothetical. If a man who can have anything he wants just by wishing for it, such a man has power, but he will develop serious psychological problems. At first, he will have a lot of fun, but by and by, he will become acutely bored and demoralized. Eventually, he may become clinically Depressed history shows that leisured aristocracies tend to become decadent. This is not true of fighting aristocracies that have to struggle to maintain power. Eric July on Twitter says, The internet talks as if there are clansmen ready to attack around every corner. I don't know what it is with you fucking weirdos needing a dragon to slay. What these people should do is uh, embrace a uh, concept by Michael Malice. Uh, This is the uh, belief in uh, red-pilling, which is uh, the belief that what is presented as fact by the corporate press is a carefully constructed narrative intentionally designed to keep some very unpleasant people in power. Finally, his last bit of advice to how to solve this terrible conundrum us rational people face against the extremist conspiracy theorists. He says... The battle is won when the average American regards a corporate journalist exactly as they regard a tobacco executive. Thank you for watching Keith Knight Don't Tread on Anyone and the Libertarian Institute. Steer clear of extremists and conspiracy theorists.